If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to be talking about whether you should tell your children honestly the truth when they ask if you did drugs or drank or had premarital sex or whatever. Um, and before we get to that, uh, please do subscribe. The most recent one was about, uh, how men do not only work to support their wives. So if they say this, um, because they are resentful, then they are saying something that isn't true. And we speak about how this dynamic arises where one partner is the martyr, could be the man or the woman. In this case, usually it's the man that I see do this. And we go into that in depth in the previous bonus episode. Okay, so um, in my Facebook group, there was some discussion on whether you should be honest with your kids when they ask what you've done, if you've done things that uh, you don't want them to do. (laughs) So let's just get into it up front. Like what you're scared of is being seen like a hypocrite. And um, because you may say, well, I mean, there's two things. I mean, like, so people say, well, I don't want them to feel like if I did it, they can do it. Well, I mean, did you ever try to get your kid to do something by modeling it for them? (laughs) Especially your teenager. It's like, where's all the shit that they do because you said you did it? Because parents, when they reflect, they like have this such a positive lens. They're like, oh my God, I worked so hard. I had two jobs. I always did my homework. I did this good. I did that. I always played outside. I never had video games because I'm too old to have had video games or whatever. Since when do they model their lives on what you did? If it was that easy to make your kid do something, I mean, I would love to hear it. Usually, the it's the opposite. They will not do anything that you say that you did. And it's interesting because, I mean... Um, based on the closeness of the relationship, they may have more or less affinity with you, but still not in my life have I heard somebody say, oh, well, you know, my dad smoked weed, so I think it's okay for me to do it. Remember back to being a teenager. Like, this is what people fail to do when they're raising kids is remember what it's like to be a kid. So when I was a kid, my mother told me she waited to have sex until marriage. And I was like, oh my God, I'll never, I'll never be that person. I think I, I slept with way more people by exponents than I would have had she not said that because I was like, well, this, this is terrible. I don't want to be like her. And if you're like, okay, so fine. That was a, you know, a relationship that wasn't good. I, on the other hand, have a good relationship with my daughter. Really, I'm sure you have a good relationship with your daughter. However, is she modeling her teenage years on what yours were? I've never seen this. Think back. Did you model yours on what your parents did? I've just never seen it happen. And particularly if you go back to what it was like to actually be a teenager, the quickest way to get a kid to do something is to not do it or to not do it 
to not do something is for you to do it because <laughs> they don't think that we are cool, you know. And while later in adulthood they may model stuff on what we do, hopefully, uh, it's not when they're a teenager. So there's no world that somebody's like, you know what, I wasn't going to drink, but I heard that my dad drank, so I think that I can do it. It's just really this is when the effect of peers is beyond more important than what the parent says about themselves. So what you are losing, though, is the ability to have a this bonding moment of an open discussion where you act like your shit does stink, like everyone's, and that you are not holier than thou, and that you have actually done some stuff that could maybe help you understand them and where they're at. Because that's the thing that most kids are struggling with, is that their parents don't really seem to understand them at all. So if you do say that you had these certain experiences, and then be honest about what you uh, liked about them and what you didn't like about them. You know, don't be a hypocrite too. So that that's the other part. So the one part is the true cognitive distortion that somehow our kids are going to model their teenage years on our recounting of our teenage years. No. And the people who say like that then they think it's like getting permission. No, it's not because permission is a totally different thing. A parent gives permission or doesn't give permission for things, first of all, for younger children. So there's nobody that should be getting permission to have sex in, you know, if they're 17, 18 years old, that would be crazy. Um, but it, it's it's not a permission thing. It's basically the parent thinks that somehow it's implied that they're giving permission if they say that they did it but you have a mouth you can talk you can say I did have sex earlier than I thought that I should have if that's true but if it's not and you had a great sexual relationship with your high school boyfriend you don't need to get into the ins and outs of that but you could say yeah I did I had sex with my high school boyfriend you know, and it was, it was a nice experience for me. And then they'll probably be like, ew, mom, (laughs) you know, but at least they'll think that you're a human being that could potentially understand them versus if you're like, oh no, no, I, I never, I never did that because the thing is, is that uh, we have to respect our bodies. And, and I, I knew that, you know, as a 17 year old, they'll be like, God, you can't even remotely understand me. Like the worst case scenario is they believe you. And then the other bad case scenario, which is not better, is that they think you're lying. <laughs> so either you're a goody two-shoes or you're a liar. Neither of which is going to gain you any cred or closeness with your kid. Do you have to give details of everything? I smoked weed so much that this and that and this. No, but quite honestly, like if you tell a couple stories where you fucked up, where you did drink too much, you vomited all over yourself, that could be a warning, you know? People do, you know, tend to remember stories that have some sort of emotional salience and there's nothing more salient to a kid than embarrassment. So, you know, there's one. But like overall, are you trying to kind of scare are your kids straight? You should not be. Are you trying to lie to your kid thinking that then they're going to model themselves after your perfect paragon self? No. Neither of these are honest or genuine and kids can smell dishonesty a mile away and hypocrisy. Now getting back more into the hypocrisy, so there's so many people who are like, oh my god, I would never want my kid to do the stuff that I did. But why? You did it. You know, I mean, at least some of it was enjoyable, hopefully, unless truly your, you know, alcoholism did start at a very young age. Well, shit, that is a that that would be very useful information to your kid. In fact, there are a lot of adults that don't drink because a parent is an alcoholic. 
I mean, that's that's plenty of people don't use drugs and don't drink because a parent says that they did have, even if the kid didn't know them when they were an alcoholic, they say, I used to be an alcoholic, or I used to be a binge drinker, I used to be addicted to drugs. And that is actually, you. that's the information that I see actually makes kids not use. It's certainly not hearing that a parent use makes you want to if it went poorly. But if you say, yeah, sometimes I would go out and get drunk with my friends. I had fun. Just like I'm sure that you might if you decide to. You know, it's pretty normal. That makes you seem like a human being who can potentially understand that. If you say that you somehow never drank, if, unless you didn't, I mean, if you didn't drink, they've inherited something of you. They may be a less sensation-seeking seeking person, and they may themselves understand, oh, all right. And then it'll seem honest because it is honest. And when they look back at pictures of you, there's no pictures of you with beer, you know, so you're not, like, lying. And I know you probably curated all your pictures. That's not the point. So the point is to be honest with your kids and not be a hypocrite. If you, ha- if you have wonderful memories of your high school sex life, you know, with your then uh, boyfriend or girlfriend, then, you know, you got to understand that that was part of reality. Even if now you're so anxious about the idea of your child doing it, you acting like you didn't do that isn't going to make them not want to do it. In fact, it may make them want to do it more. You know, as if, if they currently think of you as some sort of fuddy-duddy, then they may want to, um, you know, not be like you in that way. And that's a totally prototypically normal part of adolescence. Developmentally normal is individuating from your family of origin and your parents, especially your same-sex parent, and saying, you know what, uh, I'm not like you I'm not going to be like you I'm going to be different in all of these ways and then you know it, so thus it would it would uh hold obviously that the more that you say that you were such a you know goody two-shoes what whatever the you know word is for that now the less that they are going to think that you know what the hell they're talking about so then if it does happen that something happens while they're drinking if if some you know they do send a nude picture to a guy and he does share it around the school whatever whatever happens they're not necessarily going to think that you're somebody who they could come to because you've been on your high horse for so long and they think either they think you've been on your high horse or they think you're lying about your past. So one or the other usually is what happens in these situations where the parent covers things up. So if you used a lot of drugs or what have you, you can talk about the good and the bad parts of that. Yeah, you know, I think I started using because all my friends did and uh, it seemed fun. You know, there are parts of it that were fun. It gave me an instant social life. However, the parts that were bad were my grades started to go to shit. And my mom was always mad at me. And I never really learned how to socialize without being high. And so that really messed with me socially. It's pretty normal. Uh, thing to say that would be pretty normal thing to happen if somebody overused you know weed let's say and saying that to your kid and talking to them kind of person to person in a respectful way like a peer is something that's going to stick to them those are the kind of discussions that people have when they're like oh when I was 16 my dad told me that he used to be an alcoholic when I was a little kid and that he stopped and so I've never drank there's people who say that. And I'm sure that you, if you could think about your entire group of people that you know, there's plenty of people who say, no, it's in my genes, I can't. You know, and that's not always because they saw the parent drinking. Sometimes it's because a parent stopped drinking even before they knew the parent. So, but the parent told them. Otherwise, they wouldn't know. 
So the point is that if you want to have this close relationship with your kids that so many people want to have, and that's great to have a close relationship with your kids, can be protective and a buffer against various travails of adolescence and stressors. But you can't have it both ways. You can't have, you can't want them to be honest with you, but you're not going to be honest with them because they can really sniff that out. And if you are convincing yourself that somehow they're going to model themselves after you and say, well, mom slept with a lot of dudes so I should I mean if <laughs> the the few people I know who who know that did the opposite they were like oh my god they were hippies it was disgusting they told me that they went to Woodstock and they did this and this and this oh and that's when I resolved I was gonna you know wait <laughs> until I really love somebody or whatever so it's kind of a self uh, aggrandizing delusion to think that if you tell your kids that you did you know pretty normal or even like pretty dangerous or risky stuff that they are going to now somehow you are the role model Model and the pinnacle and they have to compete with you in some way that really it's usually the opposite exactly they're like yeah <laughs> like I, I don't want to do that so that's just information and you'll know this is right as a gut check if you literally all you have to do is remember back to when you were a teenager I remember so you're a teenager so let's say that you had some sort of prototypical you know uh, adolescence and you're um, mother said, well, you know what, though, I didn't just um, go out dancing. I took my top off this one time. You would be like, ew, ew, ew. Why are you telling me that? You would not be like, oh, my God, mom took her top off. I'm going to take my top off and my bottom off. And No, like that is just not how people think. The number one way probably to make your kid be on the straight and narrow is to tell them about like your shitty, risky, stupid behavior because you're not cool. Let's say it all together. We're not cool. You're not going to be cool to your teenager. So parents nowadays think that they're more you know kind of like a friend to the kids than they really are kids can very easily distinguish between a cool friend and a parent so the parent saying stuff is only going to help the relationship with the parent it's not going to make the kid go do the same thing that the parent did but it is going to make the kid feel like you're somebody who could be trusted and somebody that shares not at a super detailed level you know not like if you took your top off you don't tell them you don't need to do that not till they're like way grown if you want to do it even then you don't don't do that um but like if you're like yeah I used to go out and get so wasted and it was so stupid honestly I threw up on myself a bunch like there were these guys that I would hook up with I wouldn't even know and honestly if I could redo it again I wouldn't or if if that was a, a happy time in your life you could be like yeah I did I used to party a lot but I still kept my grades up and I didn't do it every night and yet sometimes we got wasted and you know it was funner than other times more fun than other times and that's you know called growing up and I don't regret a lot of it I was lucky I mean, your kid, like, what's going to happen? If they want to go out and party, they will. And they will feel like you're somebody who could understand. If they don't, they won't. But there are no kids that are like, man, I was really going to stay on the straight and narrow and, like, never drink. And then I heard that my mom used to get wasted <laughs> in, in college. And now it's game on because I got to beat that bitch at her own game. 
it's just not real. So parents with kind of good intentions, A, forget what teenagers think like, and B, miss opportunities to be seen as an actual human being who can be confided in because they understand all of the things that the kid is struggling with, you know? Like, how do I make friends? How do I be cool? Like, how do I get this uh, boy girl to uh, fall for me? How do I you know, keep my grades up while I have my social life. And like, if you never say that you struggled with all of these things, how are they going to look at you as somebody to confide in? As therapists, we use self-disclosure very, um, you know, sparingly in the session. So although obviously, you know, you can follow me on social media, of course, and know about my life, my kids and, and what have you in session, you know, like I'll only bring up certain things if it really, if I think that's really relevant or can make the person feel really close, like that I understand what they mean, you know. And um, so when people are working with teenagers, which I don't really do anymore, um, they use self-disclosure judiciously. And some of the most uh, helpful uh, self-disclosures that people recount later when they're adults, when they're talking about having been in therapy as a teenager, is when a therapist shares that they went through some of the same stuff, some of the same struggles, not like just the good stuff, the struggles. And this is actually very uh, well known in the substance abuse counseling community where almost every substance abuse counselor is is open that they had a substance abuse issue, you know, and, and they get their certification and then they're thought to be somebody who really understands. And of course, this is how AA works as well. So if you did, you know, do things that were risky say say it like don't give the high level overview and then you are somebody who can be trusted because you have your own struggles they may not be the struggles of the person of your kid but they like for example if you struggled with uh you know drinking too much and you overslept and you didn't get to your midterm because you went out partying the night before you've already become somebody that your kid can identify with a thousand times more just because you fucked up and if you remember what it's like to be a teenager they constantly feel like they're fucking up they're super self-conscious they think they do everything terribly and wrong so if you don't have any stories like that that you're sharing with your kid then they probably may not fully think that you understand how they feel there's only so much I understand how you feel that you can say without actually coming out with your own example so this could be a wonderful opportunity to bond with your child to come down off your high horse to recognize how teenagers really think and to be genuine in a genuine interaction with your kid. All right, hopefully this was useful and I'll talk to y'all soon.